0: The Supreme Court is taking up the 14th Amendment question Mm -hmm. tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. Did Trump foment an insurrection? Mm -hmm. Should he be taken off the ballot? Let's table the first part of that. Mm -hmm. But the idea of of effectively defeating Trump by getting him off the ballot, do you Mm -hmm. think that is a good endeavor or not? Well, I've tried to educate myself on this because it's clear that this uh, is not uh, a section of the 14th Amendment, Section 3, that a lot of us paid a lot of attention to in the past haven't had to they haven't had to, thank goodness. Um, but there's a very strong argument. and remember this argument did not come from liberals. They didn't come from people you know who already are against you know Trump <clears throat> at all. They came from conservative uh, originalists as they like to call themselves, um, law professors, lawyers who basically said, if you read section three of the Fourteenth Amendment, It's pretty clear that he should not be permitted to run for president. I think the argument is very strongly on their side. Now, what's the remedy? Is the remedy for the Supreme Court to say, no, he can't be on the ballot, or is the remedy for the court to say, this very well can apply constitutionally, but it's up to the states to make the determination? Because remember, states Mm. in our federalist system actually run elections. And I think that might be where the court ends up. Maybe they could get to the point of saying, no, no, Section 3 doesn't apply, or you have to be convicted first. They they could come up with some out for Trump. But if they want to be true Mm -hmm. to their so-called originalist interpretation, then I think they have to find that Section 3 applies to people who foment and participate in insurrections. But the remedy lies in the states, which would be kind of a, a fair way of kind of parsing this
1: this is the primal scream of a dying regime pray for our enemies because we're going medieval on these people here's I got a free shot all these networks lying about the people the people have had a belly full of it i know you don't like hearing that I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen.
2: And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people
0: had a conscience.
1: Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Thursday, 8th, February, Year of Our Lord, 2024. A historic day on so many counts. Uh, Supreme Court, the U.S. Senate, what's happening in the House. A uh, a uh, caucus out in uh, in uh, Nevada. We're going to get to all of it. Uh, we got MTG on deck about breaking news of what's happening in the House. But we're going to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, technically, we can't get the shot that we want. Uh, but we're going to go to Mike Davis by phone. Mike Davis by phone. Can you just set the table for us? I know the... Uh, the argument is going to start in a, in a minute. We just saw our, our own Boris Epstein go through security. Uh, Grace and Mo are going to put up. We're going to stream the audio so the audience on another one of our channels on Getter and Rumble can listen. Mike, set the table for us.
2: Yeah. so we had the Colorado Supreme Court for Democrat activists on the Colorado Supreme Court unconstitutionally, illegally take President Trump off the Colorado Republican primary ballots based upon a bogus reading of the 14th Amendment. We enacted the 14th Amendment after the Civil War, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to outlaw slavery, guarantee equal protection, and due process to the freed slaves, and to guarantee voting rights to the freed male uh, male slaves. And as part of the post-Civil War Reconstruction effort, we were seeing these Confederates who engaged in insurrection or rebellion winning elective office like to the House of Representatives and undermining the post-Civil War reconstruction efforts. So they included section three of the 14th Amendment to disqualify those who engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. And there's a case from over 150 years ago by then, Chief Justice Salman Chase said in order to disqualify an officeholder under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, Congress must pass a federal criminal statute on insurrection or rebellion with a disqualification provision, which Congress did more than 150 years ago. And so Democrats are trying to dust off this provision from 155 years ago to say that January 6th was somehow an insurrection, even though it was a lawful protest permitted by the National Park Service that devolved into a riot, and how many insurrectionists go into a nation's uh, capital, get to the Senate floor unarmed, walk through velvet ropes, follow police direction, and don't burn down the damn place, right? So the Democrats are trying to use this Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to just take. Trump off the ballot and the Supreme Court. This should be a nine to nothing case because it is such a, an easy case. But we have three partisan Democrat appointees on the Supreme Court. So it might be a six to three case. But there's no question that President Trump is going to prevail here because there's a 155 year old precedent on this very matter.
1: Mike, we'll let you jump and, uh, and start listening to the arguments. Uh, we'll check back in with you. We'll get your shot set. Uh, President Trump's going to do a press conference at 1130, I guess, when they figure the oral arguments will be over. We'll check back in with our own Mike Davis live at the Supreme Court. Mike, thank you very much. Check in with you in a minute. Thank you. Okay, just so everybody can uh, understand, we're going to multi- multitask today. We're in posse. We got the Senate. We got the RNC. We got the House. We've got the caucus. We have the Supreme Court. Just another day at the office. Historic day. I know. And you guys are driving remember, you're in the ring. You're the protagonist driving so much of the action here. Uh Grace and Mo are gonna put up uh the audio from the Supreme Court, I think if we get it, uh on uh our other getter channel in Rumble, so you can listen in if you so uh if you so desire. We'll go back to Mike Davis, Real America's voices out there. Let's turn now to Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene. Congressman Greene, before I get into so much going on, but I got to go back in time. I mean, you were the sole advocate, I remember for a long time, of going down to the prison at, at J6, of of associating with the prisoners. You were a huge advocate of um, rejuvenating the J6 committee, which you thought was unconstitutional the way it was structured. Uh, you were uh, argued to say, hey, we we got to go back and adjudicate the, the three November 2020 election, get all the information out there. However, it cuts. We have to get to the bottom of J6. Do you believe if that had been done at the time at the beginning of I think this is the 118th Congress, if we had done this in January, February, if you had had if the, somebody had given you the mandate to go do it with other people, that we wouldn't be having these court cases today. Is, is that a, a failure on our part to get on top of? What Nancy Pelosi and these people tried to cover up and, of course, what happened in states like Georgia, Arizona, Michigan during the 2020 election, ma'am?
3: Yeah, I absolutely do believe so, Steve. And I think uh, getting the truth out is the best way to defeat the left because the left does nothing but lie. Uh, that's what they're trying to do here in the Supreme Court today. They're trying to lie about President Trump, trying to accuse him of waging an insurrection when, in fact, in no court in the entire land has anyone been convicted of insurrection in regards to January 6th. I gave a blistering reminder to the media at a press conference in Washington this week where Matt Gates and Elise Stefanik had introduced a resolution I co-sponsored along with many of my colleagues where we are having to state and we are working very hard to put into the the congressional record that Donald J. Trump is not guilty of waging an insurrection. And Steve, I want to uh, remind everyone I had to go through this myself back in 2022 in the state of Georgia. The left tried to take my name off the ballot as well. Luckily, I defeated that effort in court here in the state of Georgia because I had a judge that was not a horrible leftist and was not willing to use his courtroom to wage war on the right and and try to take over this country. Um, That's what's actually happening. The Democrats are actually waging an insurrection in court by trying to remove Donald J. Trump off the ballot and take away The freedom, uh, the First Amendment rights of Americans to vote for him and elect him as president of the United States. That's where the real insurrection lies in these court cases. And we need to be more aggressive. Yes, at the beginning of this year, I wish we had been more aggressive. I need a Republican party. I need elected Republicans that recognize how extreme the Democrats have become, that they are truly communists, and that they are going for every ounce of power These people would lock us up in jail for the rest of our lives. They want to defeat us. They want to drain us of all of our finances. They want to end the American way of life and hand us over into a system that we never want to be a part of. And that's what's really happening today. Freedom is at stake and and we're all hoping and praying that the Supreme Court rules correctly and I believe they will. President Trump never waged insurrection. He said, go in peace. It was the Democrats that waged the insurrection, Steve. Remember, I know you remember this well. Remember in 2017 at President Trump's inauguration, it was Antifa and the radical left that nearly burned down Washington, DC. Those are pictures and images that we should be posting every single day because that's what they tried to do. They tried to, to stop the peaceful transfer of power. Remember all the women that came out at the women's march. and and claimed horrible lies against President Trump. And they marched in the streets because they were so against him. Remember the Hollywood actors, Madonna, Johnny Depp and all these people that came out and actually threatened his life on camera, on video. Remember how Antifa attacked uh, federal courthouses, tore down monuments, attacked police officers, BLM radical protesters that, that caused murder and mayhem and, and horrific violent riots causing $2 billion in damage in communities all across America. They never accused any of those things of being insurrection. They never, they never lied. They actually apologized for those people. The liars in the media apologized for them claimed it was mostly peaceful, but yet when President Trump stands in the White House and says to a crowd of people that care about elections that they have every right to care about, when he stands there and he says, go in peace, these insane hypocrites and liars accuse him of insurrection and are waging war against him in the courts of our land, all in an effort to stop him from ever becoming president again, and the people of this nation cannot allow it. We have to stand up against this. We need to recognize what it is, and Republican, the Republican Party has a mandate, and that is to stop the Democrats from taking away our freedom of speech, our right to vote for a candidate of our choosing, Steve. That's what's happening today.
1: I just wanna go back and make sure people understand this, because today on Morning Joe, and last night on MSNBC uh, and CNN, it's quite obvious the numbers are so horrible for Biden. He, and he lost his place yesterday with Hamas. He's talking about dead German prime ministers. I mean, this guy's drifting. The numbers are collapsing, and particularly with their biggest uh, groups, like African-American men, Hispanic men. I want to go back in time to you. Your first a term, they stripped you, I think, right at the beginning of all your committee assignments. what's well, almost unheard of. It's been done, I think, they stripped you of that because— and they basically nullified the vote of the people of Georgia that sent you there, right? You were still a firebrand. Right. They, so, they were so nervous about you that what they're doing with President Trump, the test case was you. And what they did That's is right. they charged you with insurrection. You, put you, put you had to retain lawyers. We covered it nonstop, your, your, your trial down in, uh, in Georgia. Uh, when you went through, and when the judge ruled, no, she can go on the ballot, you then won in a landslide. So my point is the only way they felt they could defeat you is to take you off the ballot, to do to, to lawfare to take you off the ballot. Is that correct, ma'am?
3: That's absolutely correct, Steve. They did. I was the test case. They're everything they're doing to President Trump, and they tried it on others too. I was the test case, and they failed. They failed. So this is. I want to give a message of hope to people everywhere because I know. People are extremely concerned about this and worried. Let me tell you what we're going to do. Number one, I do not believe the Supreme Court will rule to take President Trump off of Colorado's ballot. If that happens, our nation is done with and we need to know exactly what that means. But I do not believe that will happen. I believe his name will remain on the Colorado ballot if there is any good truth and justice on our Supreme Court and I believe it remains there. But let me tell you what else we need to do. If he is taken off of any ballot, everyone needs to take a lesson from the people of Nevada. You swarm those polls and you write his name in. You write his name in on every single ballot in every single state across this country because we are not going to allow the Democrats to steal our elections ever again. We are not going to allow the Democrats to steal anything that we have and steal our freedoms. So we're we're going to keep fighting this. We are not the party of violence. We are not the party of insurrection. Those are the Democrats and that is exactly who they are. So we have to fight them in, in on their on their front. We have to recognize this enemy is exactly who they are.
1: Congressman just hang on for one second. We'll hold you through a break. A historic day on Capitol Hill also. Back in a moment. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now, you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898 and secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. It's from taking
4: state office. Mm-hmm. And, and so this is a complete preemption in a way. That's very rare, isn't it? Well, that's the only thing I would disagree. It's rare under the Fourteenth Amendment. Oh, of course session. it's rare. This is uh, this is a so, one-off situation, and Your Honor, the only thing. Well, I mean- it is one-off. I don't disagree with you, but it's not with, with respect to how we've defined self-executing.
1: We're not asking this court to redefine the concept of non-self-execution. We were careful in our brief not to rely on that phrase. And Griffin's right. Case you are
4: because it's not. That's right. And okay. Griffin's. So case- now the question is a very different one in mm-hmm. my mind. I understand what you're relying on Griffith. Let's just be very clear. Right. Griffith was not a presidential supreme court decision. That's correct. All right, it was a circuit court decision by a justice who when he becomes a justice writes in the Davies case um, uh, he assumed that Jefferson Davies would be ineligible uh, team, to if you hold want any to office,
1: you, 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 the you can you can treated, you can w- listen to this second, on our other Channels we have up on Getter and on um, Rumble right there. And let me tell you, the Supreme Court guys prepare for their briefs and they prepare for weeks and weeks and weeks or months. Uh, the night before they're doing murder boards, they're on the trigger, they go in there and <laughs> people should understand. Um, a lot of the times they get into their opening statements, they get into their first presentation and boom, a justice will ask a question in the first 60 seconds. They've read it. They don't want to hear it. But boom, they went. And that's what you're hearing right now jumping on folks uh, with questions. So it's going to be quite intense today. Uh, Congressman Green, uh, for those who have have not had the opportunity to come to the Imperial Capitol, the way it's actually laid out in this very beautiful arrangement is that um, the Supreme Court is right across this magnificent plaza uh, from the east side of the Capitol, which used to be where we had the inaugurations. That's just where uh, President Lincoln gave the incredible, uh, both first and the most powerful, probably speech in American history, the second inaugural address. This is all those photos you see of Jack Kennedy was on the east side. Uh, it was President Reagan that came up with the idea of actually turning and doing the presidential inauguration on the west side, so you had that magnificent view uh, down the mall to the, uh, to the Washington Monument. But that plaza, it's, it's not that far. It's a couple of hundred feet or a couple of hundred yards. You're to the Capitol. On the Capitol today, ma'am, and you have called this for a long time, so that's why I'd love to have you here this morning. Uh, we, we just went this, this huge perturbation of months and months and months, and and, and Rosemary Jenks got leaked to her about three weeks ago. Details of the of the uh, which was supposed to be a border security bill turned out to be a, an invasion authorization act. Uh, she came on this show. Uh, she leaked it. She got it from staff members actually, who said they were concerned about how bad this bill was. Uh, they then came out, uh, Congressman Lankford, his team, uh, McConnell's team came out and, and called her a liar, uh, said we were just worms just pushing internet rumors, uh, that this was all untrue. Then the bill came out, as you, I know you, or all of us know, you were on it immediately when it came out. It, it, the bill was worse than what the leaks were. It cratered yesterday historically, but immediately, ma'am, they pivoted and went to a clean, <laughs> a clean, uh, Ukraine funding bill, a clean Ukraine funding bill with, with nothing about the border whatsoever and not even any offsets. They went to the Ukraine bill. And by the way, they're still in hang fire. The conference, the Republican conference is now having a fistfight uh, amongst themselves starting at 930. At noon, they come back. The, the vote is still open. They're losing 58 to 41. They need to flip a couple of people to get to 60, to even get to the thing. And what they're doing is trying to get a couple of fig leaf amendments the republicans there who want to push ukraine are trying to get a couple of fig leaf amendments about the border so they at least say oh no 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 we cover the border and that's where we're that's where we're giving ukraine money you've been on this from the very beginning was this whole process we went through for the last four and a half months ma'am was this all about getting 60 billion dollars to Zelensky's oligarchs yeah it's
3: it's always about ukraine Everything comes down to Ukraine and Washington, D.C. But Steve, we have to look into this deeper. People need to start digging into Ukraine. We already know there's many bad things there. Let's go back. We know for a fact that Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma. And we know that millions of dollars flowed into the Biden's pockets because Joe Biden was doing policy favors while Hunter Biden was serving on that board over there. We know that he got Victor Shokin, the prosecutor fired. These are major power changes that Joe Biden was able to pull off as vice president, and now he's president of the United States. But there's more to Ukraine, Steve. We have to look at how it affects the entire world, how it affects the economies of the world, how it affects trade. When you're talking about changing economies and changing the way trade happens throughout the world, especially when it comes to energy, oil, gas, and rare earth minerals, you're talking about you're talking about the most money uh, to be made. And when anything comes to do with power and money, that is where the most evil lies. And right now, everything is about Ukraine. These people in Washington that I work with that are pro-Ukraine, they cannot back away from it. It's like a cult. Chuck Schumer, Mitch McConnell, many, many Republican senators, unfortunately, many uh, members in Congress are obsessed with funding Ukraine and continuing this war. Now, from the beginning, when the war started and they started to put sanctions on Russia and they started to pushing for this war in Ukraine, I warned. I, I warned everyone. I warned it on my social media accounts, and I was warning that we're going to see a crash or an end to the U.S. dollar. And this is what we're looking at: the fact that Russia has been totally pushed to do trade with China, to do trade with all these other countries in their own in their own uh, monies. They changed the currencies. They're not using the U.S. dollar anymore. This is weakening America on a scale that we've never seen. And I would argue that we're going back to this is the transformation that Barack Obama talked about in the beginning. And this is the transformation that we were warned about. This is a transformation into a global empire and to a change in America being the most powerful country in the world, to America being having its legs cut out underneath us, to where our U.S. dollar is no longer... The world's currency, to where our dollar no longer has the value that it has. And the only way that they can get us to that point is through Ukraine. It's all through Ukraine. But the, here's the here's what they're dangling. They're dangling a carrot for everyone in Washington, everyone that I work with that has a voting card. And the carrot is Israel. And this is where it's very dangerous. Of course, we stand with Israel. I support Israel. We, we thought it was horrific what happened to them, what those terrorists, what Hamas did to them. Israel has a right to defend itself. Ukraine has a right to defend itself, but America should not be forced into paying for these wars. And Americans should not be forced to funding these wars, because when that happens, that means we are involved. That means we are involved in the war. Now, that is that's the, that is the argument that's being made in Washington, D.C. They're saying, well, if you stand with Israel, you have to fund Israel. But they're tying Israel and Ukraine together to force this funding for the Ukraine war, a war that should be over. uh, uh, They should have a peace deal. A whole entire generation of Ukrainian men have been slaughtered. And we have seen a true shift in trade in in the entire world. And that shift, if it continues to go, we are are going to all be in really big trouble, Steve.
1: Congressman Green, I believe the last time Uh, the House and the Senate have agreed to after a firefight that we are very proud that the war room led, I think was 15 months ago. It was back in early 2023. At this time, if memory serves me correctly, I thought they guaranteed and committed to you because you said, hey, I I fight this, I oppose it. But if you got to do it, we have to have accountability. We have to have audits. We have to know exactly where the money's going. Now, it was reported yesterday. I think it was uh, Jake Sherman. Team over at Punchbowl were saying that behind closed doors, remember the, the vote over there is 58 41, so they really can't go for it till they get 60. It's kind of in hang fire. They were sitting behind the scenes trying to cut deals on the fig leaf for a couple of amendments on the border. But also, what came up is some of the people there saying, hey, we're going to have to put some amendments and uh, provisions about actually where the Ukraine money is going in accountability. Have you given, Have you gotten any feedback, any reports, any accounting, any audits on everything you fought for to find out where the last money in Ukraine went that got us up to $125 billion, ma'am?
3: No, I have not. Um, the only audits that I have seen have come from the same inspector general reports that anyone else can read. But we know for a fact that there are billions of dollars missing and that the fraud continues in Ukraine. And that's that is one thing that has turned many of my Republican colleagues um, away from funding. That's That has caused a lot of them to pause and say, hold on, we don't know where our money is. We don't know where our weapons are going. We do not know what's happening. And I'm thankful that they have backed off. And if you remember, I think there was me, Thomas Massey, um, Matt Gates. I think it was the three of us were the only ones that voted, or maybe a few more, we voted no to funding the war from the get go, from the very beginning. But we've seen the numbers grow in the House. Many more people have come along with us and said, but it's the fraud that has pushed us there. But Steve, I'm telling you, there's more to Ukraine than just fraud and money laundering. We know there's bio labs. We know there was extreme uh, corruption with the Biden family. We know there's much more in Ukraine. And I urge everyone to, we need to find out what is the real issue with Ukraine? Why is Ukraine the most important thing, more important than our own southern border, more important than our own national security, more important than American lives right here at home? They want to fund Ukraine and keep that war going against Russia more than anything. And why do they want that? That's the real question is why do they want that more than our own security? Why would they continue this?
1: I know you've got a bounce. Could you, we just hold you for a short commercial break. I just want to follow up on mm-hmm. this uh, about what's going to be done about it. Just hang on. Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene on Ukraine. Uh, as Congressman Greene just laid out, the de-dollarization uh, movement has been driven by the feckless, uh, hapless uh, management of this global conflict and the American economy by the Biden, the illegitimate Biden regime. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash end of the dollar empire. We walk you through exactly what Congressman Green was talking about, the de-dollarization movement, and how it will affect your family, your finances, your community, your country. Make sure you call Philip Patrick and go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. talk to Philip Patrick and the team about gold as a hedge. Understand what that word means, the term, the risk mitigation that gold provides. Short commercial break. Congressman Green on the other side. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. We need to stand together and support companies that share our values. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to, but without funding the left. If you're sick and tired of the globalist leftist takeover of America's corporations, go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon TV. That's patriotmobile.com slash Bannon TV and support a company that actually believes in America. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. They're 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching incredibly easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Just go to PatriotMobile.com Bannon TV or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. And get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. PatriotMobile.com Bannon TV or call 972-PATRIOT. Remember, take action. Use your agency. Action, action, action.
2: Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
1: Okay, welcome back. Historic Day, we're going to go to Mike Davis in front of the Supreme Court in a moment. They're obviously all all the way into this argument and uh, going pretty intense back and forth. Congressman Green, am I hearing you correctly? You're on oversight. Do you believe that we haven't done enough on this investigation of Ukraine going back to the beginning? Because remember, Victoria Newland, they're having a military coup right now. And this is where we're trying to send 60 billion. How do I know this? Because the mainstream media is reporting it. Zelensky, The Economist, The Times of London, uh, The Guardian, Left Wing Guardian reported that – uh, Monday, a week ago, uh, Zelensky called his senior military commander in, who's a revered guy, 88 percent approval. This guy's been the head of the military since the war began and told him he needed him to resign. And the guy said, I'm not going to do that. And then Zelensky said, well, I'm going to give you a couple of days, but I'm going to if you're not resign, I'm going to fire you last Friday. Now, we really haven't heard from Zelensky in nine days. He's been, you know, it's going gone total crickets. The military has has has. Uh, come together around this general. We also know today from CNN, not from not from uh, Breitbart, uh, not from Gateway pundit, not from Citizens Free Press, but from CNN is is got an audio up about how there are no young men can be recruited into the military. They need five hundred thousand new troops. They can't recruit them because. They know it's a, a churnal house, a killing field for these young men. Uh, Jim Rickards was on this show a week ago and said he thinks there's 500,000 total casualties, civilian and military in Ukraine right now. Has uh, Victoria Nuland was flown over there in the middle of the night. In fact, they didn't even have her in the presidential palace. They put a cardboard table out on a, on a freezing uh, plane right outside the presidential palace where she answered questions. She was sent over there to stop the bleeding from the Zelensky uh, essential dictatorship, since he won't have any elections. Has the Oversight Committee done enough? Should there be a thorough investigation of everything related to Ukraine, starting back in 2014 with the color revolution that Victoria Nuland drove from the, the Obama State Department, the color revolution that removed a, by the way, a, a Putin-supporting guy who was not a good guy but at least he was democratically elected on an election at the time we said had some problems but certainly didn't have as many problems as our as the big steal in 2020 should we get to the bottom of what victoria newland that entire click over the state department that has been and somehow involved in i don't know if it's the money laundering the bio labs the child organ harvesting uh the child sex trafficking the arms trafficking i mean i keep saying There's a scab on uh, Ukraine. When you pick the scab, the pus is going to to be revolting to the American people, and it's going to go over a lot of people in Washington, D.C. that have been feasting on the carcass of Ukraine and the Ukrainian people for now a decade. Ma'am.
3: I completely agree with you, Steve. I would love to lead that effort on the Oversight Committee. That is something we have not yet done. Our Oversight Committee, led by Chairman Jamie Comer, has been doing an incredible job in the investigating Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and the Biden family crimes. And we have left it up to Armed Services and Foreign Affairs and other committees to investigate and, and provide oversight into the American hard-earned taxpayer dollars that have been sent over to Ukraine by the billions and billions. But I would absolutely love to lead an effort on the Oversight Committee to investigate What is really happening in Ukraine? You've mentioned a couple things that are extremely important. Organ harvesting of babies and children, sex trafficking, human trafficking. These are the dirty little secrets that are happening in Ukraine that no one wants to talk about. And these are the worst horrors in all of humanity. But what's happening with that war and the numbers that you're speaking of is a true, unbelievable tragedy on a massive proportion and to think that our tax dollars were spent on basically um, just grinding down an entire generation of Ukrainian men, no wonder they don't want to serve. But America deserves answers and I have to praise Tucker Carlson for going to Russia and being willing to interview Vladimir Putin just to get the truth out, just to get the story out and let the American people decide from themselves It doesn't mean we have to believe everything he says, but we should be able to hear from him. And then Tucker Carlson has also asked for an interview with Zelensky. These are the right things to do. That's what real journalism looks like. But I would definitely from the oversight committee love to lead an investigation and and to find out where's our money going and what is it paying for? And why is Ukraine literally like a sacred, cherished, um, some sort of God to Washington, DC more important
1: than America and our own border. JD Vance, the senator from Ohio, said yesterday on this show, "It's become," he said, "it's bizarre. It's become like a fetish of McConnell's mm-hmm. crowd." Last thing, even if they put fig leaves on it, can you represent now that this is dead in the House when it comes back over? Because they're going to try to jam something today. They're going to they're going to return here at noon in the Senate. It's fifty eight forty one. This vote's been out for, uh, open for almost twenty four hours. They're going to try to jam it and try to do something. Can you still represent to the American people that this thing's going to be dead in the House?
3: Yeah, look at how desperate they are. Pathetic. Been open for 24 hours while they're trying to twist arms and try to get those senators to vote for that. This is where the real blackmail happens in Washington, D.C. It is dead on arrival in the House, and I will fight for that because that is something that we should be doing in the House is blocking and stopping American hard-earned tax dollars to continue to fund a deadly murderous war that there should be peace talks happening in that country. And it should be over. We have to stop that with all costs. Our border comes first and there is not not going to be anything on my watch coming to the floor. I mean, this is, this is coming down to the red line. I've made that red line clear over and over again. Our border comes first. Our border security are nothing at all, and that's what we'll be doing in the House. Um, And I know there's many others that will join me on that one, so I can assure you that will be a war we will lead. And I don't think Speaker Johnson will ever bring that type of bill to the floor in the House.
1: Congressman, where do people go to get your book? Uh, Your book is out. We're going to have Don Jr. on here in a few minutes uh, talking mm-hmm. about his publishing company, also all the uh, everything he's working on. I know you publish with them. The, where do they get yeah. the where do you get the book? Where do you get all your insights on social media?
3: mtgbook.com mtgbook.com is where you can order a copy and it's a read you definitely want to have. So please order your copy at mtgbook.com. My other website, website is mtg4america, mtg for america Thank you so much, Steve. I appreciate you staying focused on these very important issues.
1: Thank you, Cosman. Appreciate it. She's 100% right. J.D. Vance told you yesterday. There's something, I've said this over and over again, there's something not right. There's something not right. If you go back and study the history of this country, even some of these situations after World War II, like Vietnam, there was never this obsession. The House and the Senate, I mean, you had the Gulf of Tun King, but if you go back and, and read all the, the histories of it and go back to the primary sources in the journals and the memoirs, there was as many mistakes was made in Vietnam, as many lies were told to the American people as Vietnam after we got the Pentagon Papers, as much spin and misrepresentation. And remember, In Vietnam, it was essentially MAGA and the deplorable sons and daughters that fought over there, right? You know, all the big left, oh yeah, all this moral, everything about Vietnam being immoral and you got to, you know, remember they stand up at the Democratic Convention talk about the Patty Rice Fields and the dykes in Hanoi and all that. They're so self-righteous and breastfeeding. Hey, as soon as the draft went away, their interests went away. And then when they took over the Congress and the Democrats took over the Congress after uh, Watergate. First thing they did was cut and run in South Vietnam. You had 20 or 30 million people die. You talk about what happened in Europe in World War II. You know, it's interesting, the Democrats, if it's Asians, the Democrats don't care at all. The biggest set of racists I've ever seen. You see them right now and you see the Uniparty kissing the ass of Xi and that's what they're doing and he's the most murderous dictator. He's more murderous than Mao Zedong. He's more murderous than Hitler. He's more murderous than Stalin and I say that with empirical evidence. More murderous. And you got them rubbing up on him all the time. And they say they're just cuz they're Chinese. They don't matter. Lao Baijing. They're just trash. They're trash like American Lao Baijing. There's something to this Ukraine situation. If you go back and look at the modern history, particularly the Trump from the populist nationalist uprising, you go back to 2014, there's something about this Ukraine thing. I keep harping on this, on pattern recognition. that is not right and has not been fully investigated. Victoria was well, she was the color revolution gal. What do they refer to her? What is I think Raheem referred to her as the, the angel of death. Or oh no, Ben our own Ben Harwell, the Angel of Death, and she's the one that shows up the other night to have to tell Zelensky, dude, you got to shut up. You can't remove that general. We're in the middle of getting you sixty billion more dollars, and they're going to start asking questions. Well, hey, how come the military is not with this guy? How come the military is not with this guy? There's something not right about Ukraine. There's something going on in your name and with your money. And now, shortly, remember, the, 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 uh, Biden and Austin are up in your grill. It's your sons and daughters are going to go die. No, look, let me be blunt. We bailed the European elite out in World War I. We were the deciding factor. And the casualty rates and the battles we fought from Bella Wood uh, all the way down to, uh, to get to Metz, the drive to Metz, the ancient fortress that had never been taken, MacArthur, And that part of the, uh, under Pershing, the American Expeditionary Force, broke the back of the German army. Broke the back of the German army. That's why they had such a quick surrender. World War II, the same thing. World War II, the same thing. Bailed them out again in Western Europe. How many of those NATO guys, how many of those NATO guys, uh, how many of those NATO guys fought on our side in World War II? And I love the Europeans and the populist nationalist movement over there. But of their leaders, Norway, nope. The Quislings, Sweden, nope. Uh, my, uh, my, uh, family, the Irish, <laughs> no way, nope, not, eh. you had individual Irishmen, you had individual Irish brigades, some of the most heroic, but as a country, hey, not good, Spain, not good, Italy, obviously not good, France, mm, not so good, talk about de Gaulle, he had a handful of people, it was all optics, he had the brave French resistance, but once again, that was a handful. Look at the occupation. Hey, 90% of them are rubbing up on the, the Nazis. The untold story and quite ugly story is in Normandy. You know, they didn't really commemorate the, the Normandy invasion like we do today as a sacred holiday. <laughs> For many years, that was not the case. In fact, in the 50s, people in Normandy were saying, why, why, why do the Germans, we had a better deal than the Germans. The economy's in the tank, there's corruption in Paris. You know, these Americans are obnoxious. So we bailed them out again in World War II, and we bailed them out again in the Cold War. Well, hey, if this is such a big problem of two Slavic entities going at it on, on a Russian speaking eastern border of Ukraine, then hey, step up and this whole thing. They just approved fifty billion dollars. They didn't approve fifty billion dollars or fifty billion euros. It's twenty four over two years. It's twelve billion euros a year. Big deal. Twelve billion. That's the big thing they fought. That's what it really. And they get an option for the third and fourth year. Come on, man. Look at the deal. Don't commit, oh, they committed $50 billion. And now we find out that our own Georgina Malone, uh, Maloney is, is twisting Orban's arm to make sure he rolled over on it. Hey, that's a topic for a different day. Okay, we're going to take a short break here in a moment. Uh, we're going to go to Mike Davis at the, uh, in front of the Supreme Court. He's going to give us an update. This thing is pretty uh, hot and heavy, as you can imagine. One of the most historic days uh, ever At the Supreme Court, a decision, I don't know, is at the level of Dred Scott. Time will tell. Time will tell. Because this historic. I played that cold open at the beginning for the sly fox, the evil one, Hillary Clinton, which I had a small part in making sure she was not president of the United States and Merrick Garland was not on the Supreme Court. But her is very sly. Well, you know, they don't want to decide. They just have to give it back to the states let them decide. Yeah, because they know they got what, 31, they got 20 Democratic states gonna take him off the ballot right away. They understand they cannot defeat President Trump in the ballot box. That's becoming more and more evident every day. Well, how are they gonna do it now? Lawfare, 1,000% lawfare. And the guy that's warned us about this for a couple of years now is an individual named Mike Davis. He's outside the Supreme Court on a historic day. We're gonna take a short commercial break here on Real America's Voice, The War Room. We're going to return to the Supreme Court, to the argument, and Mike Davis. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax courts shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. TaxUSA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on. Grind you for all your back taxes plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000 and visit Tax Network USA, that's TNUSA.com slash Bannon, TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Did I- Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, just a programming note. To make sure everybody get your schedules out because you're going to man the ramparts today. Um, A couple things. Number one, Don Jr. is going to come up at the 11 o'clock hour. We're going to get his insights. Mike Davis, he's going to join me here in a second from the Supreme Court. He's going to join us again in the 11 o'clock hour. There's going to be a press conference down in Mar-a-Lago where the president's going to come out and address what happened this morning. Our own Jane Zirkel is there she will cover it live i'm sure she'll get a couple of questions in we are taking tonight at six o'clock in, in our six o'clock hour we're going to take in its entirety try to take the entire uh interview of tucker carlson and uh and vladimir putin so we're going to take that so if tucker's going to put it up at six we're going to stream it uh here also uh also we're going to be covering non-stop and maybe up grace and Mo will get it up on a stream uh this intense fight over in the senate this afternoon on the ukraine situation so uh, we're going to be in a lot of places. We'll make sure that you get a heads up of where we're going to be and how you can assist your protagonists in this. A lot going on, but right now just hold your fire. Also the RNC, we got so much happening right now. Take a deep breath. Maybe get a Warpath coffee, warpath.coffee uh, warpath, uh, slash worm. Get the discount. Get the dark roast. You want to get jacked up in the morning like me? Start with the dark, dark roast, baby. The milds and the, and the breakfast blends are great. Just go check it out, warpath.coffee. I will guarantee you we'll get it jacked up. Also, you want to feel better? Grass-fed beef liver. In fact, I'm going to get Mike Davis. Mike Davis is going to be my new experiment. Grass-fed beef liver. It's the most best concentration of nutrients known on Earth deliver a beat this is grass fed sacredhumanhealth.com immerse yourself in such tremendous feedback sacredhumanhealth.com let's do it mike davis mike davis are you outside the supreme court or are you at the star wars bar there's, there's it's kind of an odd eclectic thought- let's say this it's an eclectic crowd around you brother
5: it it feels like my family reunions back in iowa it's you know it's just a a, a very random group of people out here it's quite it's quite interesting but it's uh, The the oral argument inside is going as expected. You have Jonathan Mitchell, who's President Trump's attorney, a former law clerk to Justice Scalia, uh, laying down the law. Frankly, he's really holding courts. You have the uh, he's easily handling all questions, including from the three Democrat Supreme Court justices, who must be pulling their hair out in there. Uh, trying to figure out a way to throw Trump off the ballot, even though there is a uh, a precedent from then then Chief Justice Salmon Chase from 155 years ago, the Griffin's case, and these three Democrat ladies can't seem to underst- uh, can't can't seem to find a way to get around this precedent on the Griffin's case. So it's it's quite amusing to listen to this.
1: by, by the way, Salmon Chase was the Secretary of Treasury. For President Lincoln during the Civil War, and the father, the author of The Greenback about how to finance the Civil War, an absolutely brilliant guy, and then went to the Supreme Court after President Lincoln's assassination, um, or sometime after the assassination. Mike, not to put too fine a point in it, because I'm not — this is your deal, and you basically have thought this up years ago when, when the first assault came on President Trump. he said, hey, Steve, they know they can't beat him, so now they're gonna do, it's going to be complete lawfare. Uh, Do do you feel uh, still comfortable in your nine to nothing prediction, given that uh, the the uh, female Democratic justices have been just hammering on this for the last hour or so?
5: Well, I've always said it should be nine to nothing because it's such an easy case. There is a controlling case, the Griffins case from one hundred and fifty five years ago. This is such an easy case. If you want to disqualify, Congress has to pass a federal criminal statute for insurrection or rebellion with a disqualification provision, which Congress has done. The January 6th Committee, the Biden Justice Department, Jack Smith, they've spent tens of millions of dollars hunting for evidence of Trump's uh, supposed insurrection. They couldn't find it. If Jack Smith didn't find it, it doesn't exist. And uh, so these... These Democrat Supreme Court justices, four Democrat Supreme Court justices in Colorado in a four to three decision with a seven Democrat member, Colorado Supreme Court just said, We're going to be the first court in American history to take a presidential candidate off the ballot in Colorado. And then you had this goofball. Maine, Secretary of State Shetta Bellows, unelected, non-lawyer, she just did it on her own. So the Supreme Court's obviously going to reverse the Colorado Supreme Court here. Uh, We still have democracy in America, even though there's Trump. There's not a Trump exception to democracy if, if these Democrats... Uh, think that Trump is such a big, bad guy, then convince the American people to vote against him on November 5th 2024. You don't convince five justices on the Supreme Court to just take away that choice for Americans.
1: Uh, Mike, real quickly, just give me a minute. Why is the salmon chase the Griffins case so important and so fundamental to this? What, what, what was actually decided there that really sets the law here? Wait,
5: it was just what he was he was he was uh, the circuit justice so he was then Chief Justice sitting by designation writing circuit so it was a circuit opinion but it's the controlling opinion opinion on point that if you want to disqualify under Section 3 Congress has to pass a federal criminal statute for insurrection or rebellion and Congress did that it's still on the books uh, if you want to get rid of an office holder you have to look the qualifications for president are laid out in the in the in the in the Constitution. There's only one way to disqualify under the Constitution for insurrection or rebellion, and you have to do that through the federal criminal process. You have to have a federal grand jury indict, a federal jury find find guilt with evidence beyond a reasonable doubt unanimously. A federal judge has to convict. That conviction has to be upheld on appeal. That is the only way you can disqualify under Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. And there is controlling precedence that these three Democrat ladies inside that building behind me just can't seem to get around.
1: <laughs> Mike Davis, social media. We're going to come back to you in the next hour. Uh, we live reporting from the Supreme Court, this historic hearing. What's your social media that people should follow you on?
5: article3project.org, you can donate there, article3project.org, at article3project, at article number 3project on Getter, Twitter, Truth, and my personal is mrddmia, and thank you, Steve.
1: Thank you, Mike. That's a great look today. Mike, Mike Davis looks like a solid citizen out there. Our own Mike Davis, right? It looks like the bar at Star Wars around him, and I don't agree. It's not like Mike Davis' family gathering in Iowa. Those are patriots. It looks like the, the crowd out there looks like they're MSNBC viewers. looks like the Rachel Maddow show or Joy Ann Reed's audience is out there right now, right? Or Rachel Maddow or Chris Hayes, those crazies. Okay, uh, we're going to take a short break. Don Jr. is going to join us. We're going to go back to Mike Davis. Jane Zirkel's down at mar lago um, right now. Make sure you go to Jace Medical. Uh, the Chinese Communist Party, we were going to do Captain Fennell and Thayer tonight, but we're going to live stream Tucker's interview with Putin. That's a must-see. We want to take it live. We're going to have Phenel and those guys on talk about supply chains. Also, the Chinese Communist Party has got got embedded into our our cyber infrastructure over the last five years, and nobody knew about it. Huh? Go to jacemedicalrightnow.com. They knew about it. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications